Aloha and welcome to Connection to the Cosmos with your host, me, Dr. Lisa Thompson, where I have out of this world conversations with extraordinary people. And today I am so excited to have a galactic sister with me, Julia Studi. But before we bring her on, I'm going to just do a couple of announcements. So be sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. We would love your comments. If you're watching here on Facebook, also, we would love your comments. And if you're listening on any of the podcast outlets, thank you so much. Be sure to subscribe so you can get the weekly podcast updates. And a couple of other announcements. I am now offering special channeled messages for the theme and message for the year 2023 channeled by Arcturian Uluru. And so that will be good through the rest of this year. Um, readings will be done by December 31st if you sign up within December, um, now until December. And so what you're going to get is your overall theme, a personalized channeled message, your galactic group that will help support you through the year 2023 and what their energy is, and information on how to work with the year ahead. I also have a specialized option of adding on an alien crystal um, to bring in that extra energy and for daily reminders that you are connected to your galactic family and guides. So for more information, you can find that on my website at drlisajthompson.com and mysticmanta.com. And don't forget, if you're coming to Hawaii, come on one of our Big Island UFO tours where I will introduce you to the unseen night sky with our military night vision goggles. Okay, without further ado, I am going to bring on our guest, Ms. Julia. Hello. Hello, Ms. Lisa. <laughs> so excited to talk to you. We, and I, we're gonna have so much fun, but let me introduce people as to who you are. So facilitating healing for New Earth and her beings, Quote, it is my enthusiasm for life and deep understanding of what's possible spiritually that allows me to assist others in the evolution of their souls. Love that. Way Shower, uh, Way Shower Julia Stubbe, is a gifted energy intuitive channel and teacher specializing in assisting others to wholeness through awareness and self-empowerment. An extraordinary spirit, her journey to wholeness began more than 30 years ago. It was throughout her own, per, her own powerful personal transformation through energy healing that brought her to share this profound work with others. Julia interweaves many healing modalities to find a deeper understanding of physical and emotional dis-ease. By peeling away the layers of surface challenges and blockages, Understanding and realization of issues through this healing enlightenment are exposed, allowing deeper issues to come to light. This approach to clear old programming and activate creative DNA coding elevates your vibration and frequency, facilitating healing, transformation, and support on your journey of enfoldment. Wow, that is so incredible. So. I really in want to a nutshell in a nutshell I just want to empower others to empower themselves to heal. Okay. And you're right in line with the work that I do and many others that have been on the show and that are even sitting here listening or watching. So love that we have so many bright lights out in this world right now because we need it, right? Yes. So First question that I ask everyone, just off the bat, is I would love to know what kind of household did you grow up in? Like, was it spiritual? Was it religious or something else? So that it was, we it was, it was, oh, you got this. Wow. Um, it was a Jerry Springer show. Um, <laughs> Your life was a Jerry Springer show? <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Um, when you, I could tell you things like particulars that would like make you go, oh, but. I grew up in a, um, I mean, I was exposed to religion. Um, okay. By the time I hit 16, I was reading about different religions um, and and understood that a lot of it was man-made and created to control. At the age of 16, I already realized that and understood that spirit and God was, and the universe was in each and every one of us and we were all connected. Um, right. So I had that awareness then. Yeah. If that answers the question, because you said religious or spiritual. Yeah. Um, 
but it it was more of a survival childhood to grow up in because my my mom was a psychotic alcoholic and there was a lot of um there was a lot of trauma and anger in it and and dangerous um situations growing up okay well so so was that like did you have siblings did they experience that too or were you in I have life? I I have a half brother who's 3 years younger than I am and I took the brunt of stuff so I would put my stuff in front of him and I had an older brother who died when he was 3 months old and I was actually told that if he wouldn't have died I never would have been born Oh I was told that um probably around the age of 10 Okay so that's kind of heavy to grow up with Yeah yeah, so yep. that's so that's just like to give you just a, a capsule of what that was like. Okay. But she, but my mom knew I was gifted. I don't know how she knew I was gifted because but she had like Edgar Casey books and she had my astrology chart done when I was, you know, twelve, and she brought people home for me to do readings for, and at you know at the age of twelve she was bringing people home to the house for that. So okay. I don't know how she knew. Um, but my main gift was it's like I could I could hear thoughts. So it's like I was very clairaudient. And so I always knew when the words coming out of their mouth didn't match the words they're thinking. Yeah. And when you can do that as a teenager, that does not sit well with anybody else. <laughs> that doesn't sit well. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. So then she so she was open to your gifts and and encouraging them. Yeah, she was open to them, but it was like to the point where I, I remember she, I would do readings. So I would do card readings and she would have me do them for her. And she said they were just for fun, but I didn't know how to clear my energy. I didn't know how to ground. I didn't, I wasn't taught any spiritual hygiene or, or, or that. And I, so I'd get these tremendous headaches okay. and she said it was just for fun. But then if I didn't feel like doing it, she would get angry and physical with me. Okay. So when I was, I guess 18, I took all the cards, anything that had to do with divinity. And I went out to the burn barrel and I lit a match um, because I wasn't going to do it anymore because of that. And I mean, it took, I had a lot of, I'm going to let you know, I had a lot of anger issues and I had a lot of healing to do for myself, but yeah, I couldn't shut the gift of Claire audience off. It got me in a lot of trouble through a lot of like incorporate and everything. Cause I could answer questions on the phone before they were asked. And then, you know, it was like, so you have to really pay attention to that. But, um, so she was open and I was aware of it mm -hmm. and she was aware of it. So I didn't, so I guess that is encouragement in a weird way. <laughs> yeah, like a maybe not so healthy way if we want to put a label on that, but yeah. Well, so interesting because, so you burned all the cards but you were still doing it or, or practicing. Well, it. I could I couldn't stop um, hearing, yeah, clear audience, and it's like, and I was a, I was a high level empath, so it's like I okay. still remember the experience when I was driving to work, and all of a sudden I I thought I was going to be sick, and I was ready to pass out, and I drove by, it was like a mile up the road, I drove by this car with this person who had slumped over, and I found out later he had a heart attack, and I had felt all that pain, okay, and experienced that. So I never shut off my gifts. I just took the yeah. tools or the toys away. So right. she couldn't force me to participate in something that gave me headaches and didn't make me feel well. Because like I said, I didn't, at that point, I didn't know how to clear shield or do right. any of that. So that's why it's so important for me to teach my clients how to do that and, yeah. and friends, because I grew up not knowing how, and it affected my health and emotional being at a very high level. Yeah, and that's something that you teach people on your YouTube channel, correct? Yeah, I put stuff out on my YouTube channel that's a lot of stuff that's free because I feel that it's about clearing and grounding and shielding. So there's like all kinds of little process out there, short, easy to follow. There's also some deep meditations. Um, and then like if you do a session, then we go into really deeper stuff. But I mm -hmm. want to allow anybody to just be able to go out there and get this information on how to clear their fields, how to protect themselves. Um, just tools for empaths is, is a great resource. And it, like I said, there's a lot of free stuff out there. And I also do a monthly free live stream on the 12th of each month where who knows what shows up because it's just what that morning they'll say, 
oh, we want you to merge with the tree of life. How about that? And that's what the healing is. And that's a live where people can leave comments and ask questions or, or whatever they want to do. So, and that's okay. coming up the 12th of this month, I believe is on a Saturday. So you can't. Okay. <laughs> tell, people, tell people what your YouTube channel is. So it's right. Julia Stuby, the galactic channel. Okay. <laughs> Julia is J-U-L-I-A. For those listening, Stuby, S-T-U-B-B-E. So, yeah, make sure. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's just like, like the label with our names on it. It's just, that's what it is. Okay. Perfect. Um, so now you mentioned corporate, so you started career doing something completely different than the spiritual work you're doing. Oh, absolutely. I've been, I've done many jobs. I, I mean, I've done waitressing. I've done working in a kitchen in my teen years. I've done corporate where I've been an administrative assistant to a, um, a, a controller of a construction company. And then when I separated from my son's dad, I went back to school and I and um, took some computer programming courses because I've always been good at math and art. And um, then I got a job and I taught myself SQL, which is SQL language. So I've got that programmer's mind. Yeah, and yeah. then the last job I had, I was a, a database programmer, report SAP writer for a business, a travel business company, a, a corporate that managed business travel for businesses. And I was there for a while and I had done part time weekend. I would work out of a center and I would facilitate healing. And I always joke that on the weekends I wore my Batman tights. And so I'm in Florida now, but I, I've been here almost 10 years, but 12 years ago, spirit came to me and said, we want you to quit your job, sell, sell your house. Cause we want you to wear your Batman tights all the time. And I was like ready to rock and roll. And it took two years to sell the house. I said, why, okay. why did it take so long? You know, I'm ready. And they said, Julia, we tell you it's, it's, it's April. And we tell you in November, it's going to rain. You already have your goulashes on and the umbrella out. So I've always been ready and willing to listen to where spirit wants to take me. And, um, and what was really nice in the transition, I, um, how I got to Florida. Yeah. I folded a map into quarters the, of the U S cause I didn't do international cause I was a wussy girl and right. I used the pendulum and I ruled out the Northern part, got the Southern part. Then I went state by state, got down to nine States. And then I asked different questions and I ended up with New Mexico and Florida and I knew one person in Florida and that's how I ended up moving to Florida. Wow. So just trusting the pendulum. <laughs> trusting, well, trusting, yeah, trusting the divine because it works through you. And, right. and, and when I first got down here, it was like I got to do my art and I got, I got healthier again and it was amazing. And what was nice about the corporate job, it turned into a consulting job. So I only had to work 10 or 12 hours a week. So I had enough to support myself while I was building the, the clientele, the business to be able to do what I'm doing now full time. Beautiful. So it, was, it all just like was like magic. I was like, whoa, I couldn't have planned that any better. Yeah. When and I, think I didn't know when I moved, I was going to have that consulting. I had no idea. I just trusted it. Just It's just evolved into that because they really loved me at that company. Mm -hmm. And when I gave my notice, they made that offer for me. Okay. So what I love about that message is that you listened and you trusted. You didn't second guess like why or how. You're just like, oh, okay. And so you... I. For that, being an inspiration to people listening or watching um, that maybe are getting those nudges of like, hey, it's time for a shift in your life. Well, let's do something different. And I, I'm the same way. Like when I have gotten that, I've been like, I don't know how, but here we go. And yeah, that's how trust and, and being and being the question. Like, it's like, how does it get easier in this? How does it get better than that? And ask the questions and let the universe support you. Yeah. Um, and, and get out of conclusion, because if you're in conclusion, you're looking down a hallway, there's one door. And if mm -hmm. it doesn't show up that way, you ignore it. Yes. So it's about getting out of your head. What else is possible? And let all these other doors of probabilities and possibilities show up for you. 
I love that. Okay. So now while you were working all these different jobs and in corporate, and first of all, I love um, that you do have that kind of scientific mind and that artsy mind similar to me. So when people are listening to things about galactic stuff, I think a lot of people think that mo everyone's really far out there and super airy fairy or ethereal. And no, there are lots of grounded mm -hmm. individuals like us, right? That well, are rooted in both. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, 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 we were rooted in maybe the scientific or the math. Um, mm -hmm. And, I, and I, I didn't really learn how to ground myself till I was in my thirties, to be honest. Okay. Cool. I didn't know how to stay. I had, a, and I still once in a while struggle with staying in my body. But I understand it's the logical mind. We actually have a logical mind when you're when you're talking about that. But um, I just want it's like being grounded when you say that. I just want to say, tell people that it's like there's grounding with putting your feet on the earth and there's also energetic grounding. And as you can have your feet on the earth, but not be energetically grounded. And they're telling me to say this. So I'm just going to say it yeah. is that. It's important, super important to be energetically grounded right now because there's so much light and energy coming in that if you're not grounded, it's like plugging a generator in with a toaster cord. It's going to blow up. So we want your body to be fully grounded so that you can hold all this light and energy comfortably without destroying your physical body. And I actually used to astral travel all the time. And I would say... I'm allowed to travel now, but there okay. were like eight years where they clipped my wings and said, you like being out there too much and you need to really be grounded to hold what's coming in. So it's like, I almost, I lost my, my ticket. Cause I, I still have a ticket, but it's not like an everyday ticket. Like it, I was using it yeah. <laughs> cause I really like traveling out there. Okay. Um, but I'm just letting people know that that's a cool experience to be able to astral travel. But right now to be fully aware and fully in your body and connected to hold all this energy, that's super important too. Yeah. So that, oh, that, I mean, as you were talking, I'm, I've got chills up and down and I'm in Hawaii. It's freaking hot here. I got my fan blowing on me. And when I get chills, that's my body's way of like, yes, yes, yes. And Actually, um, these cosmic themes and messages that I've been doing, a couple of people have gotten that message through the Arcturians of like, you need to really, yeah, be be working on this physical presence and being able to hold the energy that is coming through because there's so much more that's going to be coming in. And yep. so energetically, how do you, what's your favorite method? I was just my cat. Okay. Of grounding that energy. What's your like go to? Well, well um, I run Apple Flow, which is something you can find on my YouTube. And we could do the process if you wanted to. But that's uh, the video name is bringing all your bodies into balance. Mm. But one of the things that I ground, I mean, you can visualize yourself as a tree and the roots coming down through. But even then, I was struggling a little bit. So one of the visualizations I use is a three prong grounding prop plug. Um, where the top two prongs are coming at my feet and the grounding prong is coming at my root chakra okay. and it expands out so that it allows my cord to expand out as far as it needs to. And I visualize that plug, that plug coming down and plugging in. So it really, I visualize it and then I anchor in. And what I found, because when I left, was leaving my body, my, earth chakras, my, the chakras under your feet weren't lining up with my feet so that when I would just ground through my feet, they were like, mm -hmm. where, where's the chakras at? Okay. And so by taking the three prongs, it enabled me to really anchor in and really be in my body. But it's just, it's, it's a daily thing and clearing my fields is a daily thing. And also I energetically shield as well because of being an empath. There's just so many energies out there. Okay. So really, and I, drink, and I drink lots of water. Okay. <laughs> I try to drink two of these big boy uh, thermoflask things um, every day, at least. So, um, okay, really, really good tips. And some people are that are listening or watching, they're going to have no clue what we're talking about. And others are going to be like, oh, that's exactly what I needed to hear. So if you are curious, definitely go check out Julia's YouTube channel. Watch that information. But I love that visualization of the three 
strong cord. Yeah, because I asked, because I asked, because I was like, because I, I asked questions to my, my team, my um, galactic physicians. All right, what would be useful here? Because it's like, you know, I'm doing this, I'm doing the work, and I still don't, I'm still not in my body. And it's like, that was just, that came to me as in a vision, just yeah. and showed me what to do. And so I share the, that knowledge, like on my YouTube channel, and, and, you know, through my clients, and where I teach, I share that knowledge with people, because I want people to empower themselves to take care of themselves because I didn't have that, like, you know, till I was in my late thirties to be able to know how to do that. So how did, where did that come about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, just the questions from the team and they're like, here's how you do it. Yeah. Well that, um, in the thirties, well, it was about just because in my thirties is when I started my journey to wholeness was about doing the healing part and learning, learning those things and healing the inside trauma. So it's like, there's a lot of pieces. And I continually, if, if I get triggered, I don't get triggered that often anymore, maybe once a year or if that it's a, it symbolizes that I need to go and something else is here to heal. Um, And even if my physical body hurts, it's like, is that something physical or is that something emotional I got to look at? So I always ask those questions. Um, but the connection, um, there's a couple, I have a couple um, meta rules in place that anything that channels through me has to be of a higher vibration of divine love or higher frequency. Yeah. And that, and I just talk, and because I'm clairaudient, it's like, I've always heard and I have like that gift of knowing as well and my other senses are pretty up there on the charts as well so I don't know exactly when that'll happen because I always listen but I think that where I am now is that that journey to wholeness is that I know that I can ask them for particular things and get specific answers um, and I can trust them because of the meta rules and the boundaries I have in place okay very Yeah, it does. And it's really important because there are so many different kinds of energies that want to come through people. Mm -hmm. And so being very clear on what you are allowing, but also raising your energy to that vibration where the higher energies can come in. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and I see this because, and I, and it's like, there's no judgment, but some people actually like channeling the lower vibrational energies. And I'm like, yeah, just keep your mouth shut. I just, you no judgment here, but that's not something I want to do because it's, I've noticed, you know, it affects me physically because they feed off me, the energy, they feed off my energy and lower my vibration and they can cause, depending on how, how embedded they are, they can take over your personality to a point, a walk, what a walk-in would do. Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then when did you identify that it was galactic energy? that you when did i identify that was galactic energy when i was four years old or five years old i was pretty young i went out in the yard at night Mm -hmm. and i yelled up to them because i was like when are you coming back for me where are you and why am i here so back then i think i knew i had galactic origins i just didn't like understand it at that time but when i was in high school I was reading books on ETs and my best friend was reading romantic novels. And she told me that I read the weirdest stuff. <laughs> I read both. I actually, my, there was- I did too, but I would always say, Oh, you want to read this book on ETs? And she'd like, yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I remember I was 16 reading communion and that's, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And I read Edgar Casey, you know, when I was, you know, 13, 14 years old. So yeah, we have similar stuff like that. So then as far as the galactic energies that you are working with or that are um, coming to you that you're channeling, are they a specific group? Are they multiple groups? Are they a collective? Okay, so my 85 is M-E-Y-E 85 is the group that I work with. Okay. And there's 85 of them, but they have a waiting list because when I changed the rule to they had to be of a high vibration of divine love or higher to channel through me. They were like, I said, 
they said there were like four or five that didn't meet that standard. I said, so does that make it the my 80 now? And they go, oh, no, we've got plenty of candidates here for you, da, 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 da. So they mainly channel um, light language. 75% of them are outside this galaxy. Um, and how I know them and how I've had past lives with them is in my previous one, several of my previous lifetimes, I was a galactic ambassador and interpreter. So I've, I've actually like gone like through visions, through meditations back to some of the ships. I've actually took a client to a ship because she wanted to experience it. And it's like, they were having a party for me. And I was like, wow, look at all you guys. It's like, this is really cool. But when they channel maybe anywhere from 10 to 15 of them, sometimes less channel through me. And I just see them sitting around a table and as they'll, they'll channel through me and sometimes more than one channel at a time when they're doing that. Okay. Um, and that's basically in light language, as far as the frequencies and stuff goes, mm -hmm. I do get every, most everything else that I channel comes through source. Okay. And then, so when you're doing the channeling, there are so many different ways that people can channel, right? So some people are doing it through their artistic expression, like the art that you have behind. Some are doing it through music. Some mm -hmm. are speaking it. Some are writing it. Some are doing light language. So in what ways are they channeling through you? Well, there is there is light language and there's movement. And there is also my art. There's definitely my art. I have, I can show you this one. This one's one of my, one of my best. Oh, yeah. Let's see. If, here we go. Okay. Yeah. And so tell us. So, so there's keys, there's keys and codes in there. Right. So, so just like light language, it's a living being. And mm -hmm. depending on what your frequency is and your vibration is, you will receive those keys and codes, which awaken the codes in your DNA that already are there that have been imprisoned. Yeah. And you might look at this painting today and you get those codes and you might look at the painting two months from now and you'll, it'll awaken another layer because you're ready for that. Same way with the light language. It allows you meets you at your level, wherever you are, as far as your frequency and vibration. Yes. I love that. And I actually only got introduced to light language um, almost two years ago when I moved here to Hawaii, one of my very good friends. She does the vocal um, expression of light language. And we were in ceremony. And as we came out of the ceremony, she just felt the need to share. And like, I could feel it energetically. Yeah. And then, and then it was a year ago that I had an activation happen. Um, I can't give specifics about what happened. But right after that, then I started doing light language through my hands. Basically, yeah, I do it through my hands and, and vocally as well. It's just like, and you yeah. can't, and you can't control it. It's like, it's just once it starts, it's like, right. I had done a, a, a workshop or a seminar out in Sedona mm -hmm. 15, 20, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, somewhere in there. And it was a, I forget what it was all about, but they did this light language ceremony and it's like, I recognize that. What's that? I recognize that. So little bits came through. And then Dorian Light has these light language cards. It's a deck of like 65 or 66 of them. Okay. And my friend had them and she goes, these probably will resonate with you as opposed to me. Mm -hmm. And so I asked, well, source spirit, well, what do you want me to do with these? <laughs> 65 <laughs> of them. And they have a picture on one side and they have a light language statement on the other. And 65 or 66. Oh, we want you to read each card out loud three times. All, all of them now? Yeah. <laughs> so that was a long, that That's was just a long process. Mm -hmm. And so the next day or the that weekend, I went with the friend who had given me the cards. Okay. And all of a sudden I just started light language started coming out of me and I couldn't stop it. It was like continuously for 20 to 30 minutes straight. And I'm glad she knew what was that she knew me that because I couldn't stop. I had no control over it. And the trees were talking back to me and da, 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 because I've talked to trees before, but they're like, they're at a whole new level because they're hearing this. And, and where, when I used to go for walks after that, it's like, 
it was just, I would just be light language. I'd be walking by myself and light language would be coming out. And I'm like, okay, guys, can you just, I got a neighbor up here. Can we just do English for like 45 seconds so I can say hello in English and then we can go on. And they usually oblige. So that was usually pretty good. Okay. So <laughs> just, um, and I'm going to put you on the spot here. You can always say no, but I'm just curious if they want to speak anything through you at this moment for the audience. Okay, well, let me check. Well, they're always, they're always looking to have fun. Yeah. So it'll be my 85 group and let's just see what it is. They want to, if they're going to give me any clue. So what they want to be aware of and this holiday that you just passed is that many of you have picked up energies and vibrations that are very low. Mm. And so we're asking for you to allow us to channel these keys, these codes, this, this transmission to help detach that and close some of those portals that you may intentionally or unintentionally open. ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
no idea what's happening, but you can feel everything happening. And then sometimes you're not even in the vehicle. Um, most of the time I'm a passenger, so I can't really stop it once it starts. I can ask, can we stop? Because like when it was starting to get here and it was getting a little intense, it's like maybe we should like take a little bit of a break. And they honored that for me. That doesn't yeah. always happen depending on what message they want to get through. But I would say 95% of the time, if I ask as a passenger, mm -hmm. they will come and bring it to a close. I do channel here around the house, just channel. And I do lose time. Mm -hmm. and we're talking, you know, 20 minutes here, an hour there. Um, I took a trip up to North Carolina to be a presenter at the um, Appalachian Starseed Reunion. Oh, yeah, and and yeah. Um, the trip without stops was supposed to take seven and a half hours to Charlotte. Okay. It took me 12 hours. Wow. Okay. And I thought I was on time, but I believe that there was something I had to do along the way. Mm -hmm. So I lost a couple hours of time there. And then did the reunion stuff. And then I was staying at a friend's and then going to another friend's, which was less than a two hour drive, like an hour and a half. And it was, it took me three hours to get there with no stops. And I didn't get lost or anything. So I must have, when I pulled off or something, I must have been, went out of my body and been, been out of the vehicle. Right. Okay. So that I know other people lose sense of time and, you know, whether they're driving or other things. And so in your experience and understanding, are they traveling somewhere when that happens? I believe so. Um, I, it's like, I believe that that's happening. I've had it where I've come back when I first started doing this is an example. I used to do um, sessions like on the weekends yeah. and I was at this, I had, I knew the session. It was like, it was 22 minutes after the hour or such, as far as that goes. And I was like checking the time because we had to be done at like 1230 and it was only, it was 22 after. So I was like gauging my time. So I was there and I just like, and when I came back up, it was 12 after. So we went back in time, whatever that was. Mm -hmm. And there's those experiences. And yeah. I've, I also think that there's, besides just energetically traveling where you lose time, mm -hmm. there's also portals out there that you enter and you end up someplace else and you're not quite sure how you got there. And you're conscious the whole time, but all of a sudden you're there because you went through this portal. So I don't know if it's like you're there so quickly that you don't know how it happened or there is an actual memory suppression during that time. Yeah. So, um, okay. A couple things based on what you talked about. Number one, you said you are here to transmute energy for the planet. planet. So to explain what you mean by that. Okay. So there's, there's a couple different pieces to that. Mm -hmm. um, there's the beings of the planet. So the reason they had me move out from Pennsylvania is that there's ley lines there and the fear goes through the ley lines. And I chant, I will take and let, allow fear to travel through my body and transmute it to a higher vibration. But they said, because the fear comes up through the ley lines, it was coming up through the floor floorboards. And they said, if I stayed there, I physically wouldn't have, my physical body wouldn't be able to withstand what I was transmuting. So there's that piece that I transmute energies of lower vibration for the actual beings of the planet. Then there's also the, the energies for mother Gaia that I transmute. And that could be burial grounds. It could be, there's a lot of things happening under, under the, under the crust of this planet. And that's, yeah. I'll leave it at that. So there's, and I, so sometimes I consciously go to those places within the earth and I transmute it there, but most of that traveling is done in dream time or during your sleep time. Mm -hmm. And, and I don't know, here's, here's a, here's another tip for you. So if any of you know that you're out there at night and you're traveling and you come back and your hands like hurt, like arthritis and they're numb. So I, that was happening to me. So they said what was happening was my physical body came back in, but my hands were out there doing the mudras and, and such. 
So I created, because we can create any reality one, mm-hmm. I created a protocol that returns my body whole, complete, mm. anytime that I'm out there traveling so that I come back completely whole and I no longer have the numbness or the pain in my hands anymore because my hands come back with me as a whole. So it's something for any of you that do travel, because there's a lot of people out there that work with the earth and they're traveling, whether they're helping the earth or they're out there galactic traveling or they're just traveling and having a good time. Um, It's something you might want to just consider is to create a protocol that you do return to your body whole. And so that you're not fragmented when you come in. Is that something that you teach your clients? I teach everybody that if, if they, if, if people like for when I do a session, it's like, I'm not doing anything to be honest. It's like, I don't heal anybody. I've been working on myself, you know, I'm in my mid sixties and I've been working on myself constantly since I was in my thirties to heal and be whole. I'm whole. So the channel between me and source is really clear. So when I'm with a client or even when I do the meditations for my YouTube channel, I connect to source and, and anchor into the heart of mother earth and get out of my own way and allow source to run energy through me or information through me that assists. So I feel it's important to share whatever that information that comes from source with whoever needs it. So if a client comes and they're having it and they'll say, Oh, I'm having this. And it might be something that's physical source will show me that it's something physical or source will say, they're not in their body. You might want to tell them about the protocol. And so I just share that. So I just don't think about what I don't have any preconceived notions of what's going to show up when I do a session or like even the, the I teach a class three times a year. I, it's down to three times a year and it's really limited. It's because mm-hmm. it's only six to eight people. 50% of it is structured and we do the same 50% each cl- class out of those five weeks. And the other 50% is, is, is a free for all because it's, it's all channeled and it's particular for that group. And it yeah. just, and it's magical. Yeah. And so it's just about, and I just want to share whatever tools I can with people and that's why a lot of there's a lot of stuff out on the YouTube channel that is free, but it's also, you know, I've invested in myself. I've taken, you know, I'm a, I've done Reiki master and IET. And so I invested a lot in myself and I've invested in keeping my channel clear. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, okay, so yeah, whoever finds me has to be ready to do the deep dive work to really do the deep stuff because it's like, I'm not about the fluff. It's like, it's about, let's get, Let's see where source wants to take you. And, you know, it's not for the faint of heart, but I do ask for gentleness and ease when we do it. Mm-hmm. Because when I had my energy work done, um, how I recognize for me, I had been going to a massage therapist because I had been in a car accident and she had to get both her hips replaced. So she sent me to another massage therapist who was a shamanic healer. And she touched my heart chakra and the pain shot through my back and down my tailbone. And I knew I was in the right place, but she was a bulldozer Mm. as a massage therapist and as a, as a shamanic healer, like, let's get in there. You got to throw up. You got to throw up. Okay. Whatever. So I'm more of like, all right, let's just do this. There's, there's an easier way and it can be gentle. We don't have, it doesn't necessarily have to be brutal and like in your face. So yeah. that's what I bring to the table. Some people like the bulldozer effect. Simple stuff. Uh, some people feel like it works better if it's got to be hard or like, and that's a belief system. Better. It is a belief system. Me, yeah. I've, I, yeah, I've relaxed into, oh, it does not have to be hard. <laughs> yeah, I work with the, I work with the belief systems, even from like my clients. It's like one of the first beliefs is, uh, it's like, cause I can hear it when they say, oh, it can't be this easy. I'll hear them thinking that. And I'm like, oh, yeah. so let's release or diminish the belief that it, it doesn't work if it's easy. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, and then you just see it shift and it's like, and then you access the belief that it can be this easy. It's only as complicated as you make it, you know? And and so by releasing old those beliefs, as soon as they come up, like, and you'll know what a belief is as, as you'll know, like, oh, 
that's not going to work because of blah, blah, blah. Well, that's a belief. Right. So that's a, an opportunity when you say that, that's an opportunity to say, oh, well, maybe I can shift that belief or just let it go, whatever, diminish it or let it go and allow yourself to let it go and see what shows up instead. I love that. And I think the audience needs to hear that <laughs> for sure. So, okay, before we got on, your cat Dylan was kind of going back and forth across the screen and you mentioned that Dylan was your brother in a Lyran life and Correct. like a, a, a Lyran, like a bipedal, not a, not mm -hmm. a cat, <laughs> um, four-legged cat. And so I would love for you just to share a little bit about that story of that realization. Well, um, when I've always had um, a relationship with cats and felines um, and I have had antics about cats. I mean, I would do stuff like that. And I would actually, sometimes I would actually purr and it's like, I didn't even know I was doing it. Mm -hmm. But when I moved here um, previously, I moved here with Winston, who is another cat who didn't follow any cat rules. I call them puppy cats when they do that. And we had originally five cats with Winston, the family, and we lost like three of them all in one year. And when I knew I was supposed to move, I told Winston, when we got here in Florida, we would get him a companion. Mm -hmm. And I was looking through the shelters, the fosters, and I saw this cat. And he had the most, oh, sorry, bad, um, bad word, face that, but I knew he was the cat for me. Yeah. And so I got approved over the phone. He was an hour and 45 minutes away, one way. And so I started linking to him heart-wise. And he had been abandoned um, twice. Um, once originally with a dog and some other cats where they were like, they were just like starving to death, emancipated. And then he got adopted out and brought back because he couldn't be declawed. So they were afraid that he would have issues with humans as far as connecting. And when I went there, I sat down and he like walked in back of me and started eating like, Ah, here she is. And I had visions of him. Um, he's actually had a life also as a commander in the Octorian, as an Octorian general commander, however you want to say that. So I've had communication with him there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he's my brother on in Lyria. Um, and I've known this and I don't really share it a whole lot with people. And I have uh, right. like everybody on Facebook now um, or YouTube or wherever you're looking at this. But anyway, so I had somebody else who she's an animal communicator. You're going to come up. We're talking about you. Yeah. He might come by. Who knows? Um, what do you think in there, dude? So she goes, I never saw this before. Was he two legged? And I just started laughing. I said, yeah, he he came from from Lyria. And so she saw it. She confirmed everything that I had just said. And you want to come through? You want to say hi? And there's the tail. Um, <laughs> he might come back. He's going, he wants to go up. Yeah. He wants to go up there. So get settled. Okay. So, um, and we just have a relationship that is very interesting. As far as that goes, he knows how to open portals and he'll have fifth, five-dimensional parties where he invites five-dimensional beings to the house when I'm not here. Um, usually he goes to the parties um, because he knows I don't really care for having beings in the house. And so he'll disappear. I, I don't have a huge place, but he'll literally disappear for hours at a time and he's nowhere in the house. So he literally goes there. And then a couple years ago, this is a funny story. So listen, um, <laughs> I, uh, I was co-hosting a retreat with a friend of mine and she also co-hosts the radio show called heal with me, but right now we're on a hiatus. But anyway, back to the story. Um, he was here. And so we checked in on him when we got to the retreat up in, in South Carolina mm -hmm. and he's having a party. There's all these beings in the house and he's making out with this. I had fostered a, a feline cat. So she's there in her fifth dimensional body too, making out on the cat tree back here. And all these other beings are like all over the place. And I'm like, 
And it's like, all I heard was mom's away. We can play. And I'm like, dude. So I thought, you know, I asked him, you know, okay, you can have everybody clear, but I didn't really have that experience or that knowledge of what's actually there. And that was in October. Okay. And in December, I was on the phone with a friend and out of my mouth came, well, wouldn't it be interesting if the elves from the elf calendar would come out and play? <laughs> so that evening I went to a Reiki share. I have a friend who knows me for being a little out there and I was just picking somebody else up that had no idea. Yeah. So I'm on the Reiki table and the person who has the shop is at my head. She goes, so what are all these L's doing on your chest? I'm like, oh, well, what do they want? And they go, they want to have fun. And all of a sudden I had 12 different L's channeling through me. There were galactic L's. There were English L's. There were North Polian L's. And it was just like, Yeah. It was, it was, it took me a total of probably three weeks to get them all to go home, okay. but we were in the car with, and they're channeling through me while I'm driving. I couldn't stop them. I, I literally hit my mouth a couple times trying to get them to stop. Were they speaking English real quick? Were they channeling? They all spoke English, but the British accent was there for the English elves. The North Polian had the accent, the galactic elf. He had broken English, but at least I could understand what he was saying. Okay. So this is all happening. The person next to me, yeah, she's seen me channel light language. She kind of knows about all yeah. that fun stuff. The person in the back seat, mm, not so much. <laughs> so, and I'm trying to get words to communicate to come through, but they're like so busy talking. It's like excited, but they've been here since the party, Dylan. And so I said, oh, there's a little sister here. There's a little girl here. So all of them were males. Uh -huh. And the person next to me in the passenger seat goes, oh, a, fel a female, they'll get them in order. Well, she was a toddler and she had a nooner. So, so this person next to me, physical person, is telling the little girl to take charge of all these. And she's like, no, 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 no. And I'm driving. No, 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 no. And I'm trying to tell her to stop telling her what to do. <laughs> And so it was like, <laughs> the poor person in the back was like, deer in headlight was like, I don't think I'm going to be getting in the car with you again. You know, it was just like, yeah. And it literally, it took me a couple of weeks to get them to all go. I mean, I got a good group of them to go at first, but a few of um, them were like, oh, we just want to hang out and have fun with you because you're a lot of fun. I'm like, right. can you stop this? And this was before I made the meta rule that you okay. had to be of a higher vibration, divine love or higher to be able to channel through me because I had a few incidents like that, that just anybody would just like show up and, Oh, she knows how to do this or she's a vessel for us. That I love. So just a real funny story about the elves because um, my dog, Jax, he's a Pomeranian. And mm -hmm. for some reason, all of a sudden, uh, maybe a month or two ago, I got this vision that Jax was, he lived with the elves or he has got a life with the elves. And he's, <laughs> he's, their giant kind of sled dog, but also their protector. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I was asking him about, like I was talking to him and I'm like, Jax, tell me, really the elves? And he, he is looking at me and he was like, oh my God, mom, you actually know. I mean, like he just, <laughs> just all about the elves. <laughs> I know, as soon as you give him a door, it's like, they're just dying to tell us like the whole story, all the stories. It's like Dylan tells me stories all the time as far as that goes. It cracks me up, like some of the stuff. And and he and it's like he he has a sense of humor, so he makes me laugh. So I know that he's here at the right time during the way this energy is on the planet to keep me like at that vibration of joy and laughter because he, yeah. he brings it to it. And one of the things that the animal communicator and somebody else told me too that was like that his energy is really clear. Um, what happens with animals and pets is that they'll pick up and try to um, transmute the energy of their human. Yeah. And the relationship that we have isn't like that for, so he's not doing that. He just is raising the vibration through, through the joy factor. 
And so I just think that's wonderful for him to be able to do that. He does know when I'm not feeling really well, but his health doesn't, his health doesn't get affected by whatever's going through me energetically. Okay. I, and to that point, I love that because actually I had a cat, Masala, back when I was married to my second husband. And I know that she was filtering my energy through her body. She had this massive skin kind of mm-hmm. problem that I had to get monthly steroid shots for her. And ultimately her health just kept going downhill after two years of monthly steroid shots. I had since left him, but she, I know that that was her processing my energy of this toxic kind of marriage. And so then back when we were in Olympia, um, so we have four cats now here. We have Chana. She is my wise Zen yogi master cat. (laughs) And like, I, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, Oh, hi again, (laughs) because we've been together. But Chana, um, back in Olympia, she was starting to get some weird stuff with her fur. But as soon as we moved to Hawaii, she was good. Like I, mm-hmm. I had food to even at like a cheaper food because she was on super expensive prescription diet back in Olympia, not getting better. But she just needed the change of environment. But I needed the change of environment. Right, and and that's yeah, because that's the first thing I do. Because it's like when I. Because I, I don't put it on my website, but I do. I do facilitate animal um, energy healing for them, and it's like what I'll do is I'll ask the person like, "Can you just be sitting in the same room with with them? Have your hand on them, and I'll work through them to see what's going on with them that's affecting the animal as far as that goes." Yeah. So she's living her best life, but so am I. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Yes. Well, and now we have a new cat in here and not that we meant to get on cats, but cats are aliens too. I just did a little show last week with Elisa Hawking on her YouTube channel about that. But we have a new cat that my daughter brought home, a kitten. And our cat, Bindi, who is my original space kitty, like Bindi, I think this mm-hmm. is her first like earth cat life. She is just far out there. But there, she has a beef with Tom, the kitten. And I'm... I know that it's a connection from a different life. Yeah. And if you go to, if, and if you need assistance, let me know, but you can go to their Akash and you just, um, I work with the chambers, the, the, these divine, the divine heart chambers. And I go to the Akash and it's like a holographic wall. And I'll just ask how many lifetimes have these two beings interconnected. Mm-hmm. So you want to clear, you want to first flood those lifetimes with divine forgiveness and divine compassion and then just clear certain energies of betrayal abandonment or whatever you feel clear and then cut any you know cut any cords and if you're guided you can release the karmic debt and you can do that with animals as i do it with people all the time yeah well i love that that it is no matter what the being is because right it's all right because because that's how i connect with him to see what's going on as far as that goes and anything i come across so because i just it's just like there nothing it's all possible everything's possible Yes, I know. And I, I keep trying to tell my husband that <laughs> he's, he's like, mm-hmm, okay. And I'm yeah. like, no, really, really it is. it's all good. So, oh my God, we have so much more that we could talk about. We're running out of time, but I do have a quick question. Okay. We just finish up, um, which is, have you ever had a conscious memory of being on a spacecraft or with ET beings in this Julia reality. Yes. Okay. And can you yeah. give it? And, that, that, and that's the one where I said, um, I mean, I've had several. Yeah. But when I, um, I was, somebody wanted to experience something. I forget what it was. They wanted to experience being on a ship. Oh, that's right. And you, they were having the party for you. Well, yeah. And, but, I, but what was really cool about that is the commander of that ship, him and I had had a relationship. Mm. So it was like, she's like looking out the window at the stars, like, is there anything more? And and I'm like head melded with this other being like having (laughs) and remembrance (laughs) of when we were together. And she goes, well, is there anything more? And I'm like, fine, we'll take you to the the gallery here. And it's like, then there was the party. And I was like, I kind of want to sneak away with the guy again, you know? Um, yeah. And anybody who's listening, it's like, if you're that guy and you're looking for me, I'm, I am available. I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> but 
I've been like the journeys I take, I do star sea journeys for other people and I take them. So it's like, I meet a lot of, of other beings that I've had relationships with before when I go on these trips, mm -hmm. not just their relationship. Um, and I've been on ships to get to different places um, in this galaxy and out of this galaxy as well. Okay. And then, oh, and since you brought up the star sea, cause that was another question I wanted to ask is, okay. So you went to this Appalachian star seed reunion mm -hmm. and, you you had invited me to go. Unfortunately, I couldn't go. But I'm I'm just really curious what that group was like. What your experience of being yeah, there. it's it's different. Well, for me, um, I got to work with a, another um, channeler, and we actually presented things on channeling. And I got to do I tried to take people on a starseed journey, and they're just different levels. It's about for me um, being who I am. It was more about these beings that are just awakening to their starseed connection and looking for a connection and looking for community and us as way showers and older souls, I was just there to observe and to be of service. If someone approached me and like had questions as far as that goes, I didn't push anything to anybody. It's like, it was like about them coming to me and they, if they wanted to talk, I had someone, he was like asking all these questions and he said something about that. I guess there was a monk and they asked questions and it's like, and then all of a sudden the monk would get up and walk away because there was no more, you know, questions or no more worthy questions. Okay. And so he was asking me all these questions. I'm like, okay, is there anything else? He goes, Oh, you're the monk now. <laughs> I was like, well, I just like, but I, it's like, I'm just very forthcoming with information for those of you that are hungry for it and want it. It's like, but it's like, I have no desire to, to have your reality change unless you want it to, unless you're really looking to shift and change it, because that's your choice. Your reality is your choice of how you look at things and how you perceive things. And it's not my job to shift that or change that in any way. It's your, it's your responsibility to decide what you want to, what, what, what you want to experience and how your reality is to be. It's not for me to tell you what that should look like. Okay. And I love that absolutely so much because that is where whenever I do the UFO tours or teach classes, it's like, I'm just sharing information. You can take it or leave it. Like I'm not here to like convince you that this is reality because it's just one, one reality. Yeah. And, and everybody, and we all have different realities. It's like, there is, there are so many experiences and how we even perceive those experiences varies from one person to another. Yeah. So it's like, you've got to like, be able to just step back and like, it's like, just, it's your choice. What you're doing with your body and your consciousness is your choice. And you you have the power to do it. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks or what anybody else is trying to do. Just follow mm -hmm. your heart and let your light shine. However you feel you need to do it. And if you get to a point where you know that you need assistance, that's when you reach out to somebody like Lisa or myself and, you know, work with us. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I, it's like, I don't, like I said, I don't do anything. I just connect and get the information from source and get out of my own way. Cause it's like, I leave my ego. I don't, that, that, that's ego to try. And it's like, and I think when, and this is just me saying something because I'm going to say it now yep. for anybody who claims to heal you mm. and says, Oh, I'm healing you. That's an opportunity to run. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because two things happen there. They claim it and they limit the possibilities because of their belief systems of what they believe they're capable of doing. And if you're one of the people that say you're healing somebody else, that's when, and you, then you get sick and you, cause you claim that illness and you claim that, that you're healing it. And that is where you are pulling that energy in you because you are making claim to that. That's my perspective. And that's, and that's what I've been shown. And that's why they are really insistent that I release any of that when I'm facilitating for others. Yeah. Well, and that's beautiful. Cause when I'm doing my healing work, it's like, I am just facilitating an opportunity for their body, mm -hmm. for their energy to heal itself. It's excellent. Yeah. It's not me. I'm just like the, the channel. I'm the messenger of the yep. channel. Yeah. And I'm 
Yeah. And only now that I am in my, you know, I'm turning 50 this year, have I been able to get more out of my ego in my 30s? I was still too much in that. Yeah. And it's, and it's just like that. Like I'm in my mid 60s. So it's like, it's just easy for me to step back and like, well, yeah. it's not my movie. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Okay, so just to wrap up now, what ways can people work with you and then how do they find you? Well, it's easy. My website's juliastuby.com. I offer one-on-one -on -one sessions, 30 and 60 minute sessions. I actually have um, a couple, I have a special right now on my bundles. You can get three 60 minute bundles, I believe for 397. They're regularly for 444 sessions. Um, they're 197 for 60 minutes. So the bundle's a really good way if you want to work long-term. I also offer 30 minutes and I do these classes, um, group transformation program. The next one will be in February. And there is a place on my website to be able to be on a wait list because there's only six to eight people with that. I will do individual starseed journeys and light language transmissions individually. Um, YouTube channel is a great place to get a lot of free resources. Like I said, my next live is the 12th, which is next, not, it's the 12th of each month. And I, it's three o'clock Eastern time, which you can access that through Facebook on my Facebook page or YouTube channel. And so there's all kinds of possibilities as far as that goes. Um, and really it's just a matter of, checking my website out, seeing what resonates, seeing if you feel called to really work with my energy as far as that goes. Cause if you, you know, if you just want to play, I'm probably not, I'm probably not the one for you. It's like, we do deep stuff and big changes. Transformation is, is, is what I've shown that it, it creates complete transformation in people's lives. And I also do, um, I have a, a, a three month one-on-one, -on -one, um, whatever that is, consulting <laughs> mentoring program. Yeah, mentoring. I'm still out in the energies. Um, that's available too, where we we teach we teach some of the things that are in the group program, um, but at a deeper level okay. as far as that goes. And that includes spiritual infrastructure and there's a lot of activations and shifts and changes for you as well. Beautiful. Well, Julia, thank you so much. I've had so much fun talking to you and I hope you're yeah. I would love to do it again sometime, Lisa, anytime. <laughs> we, I'm definitely going to get you on the schedule again. So okay. um, anyway, I hope everyone has enjoyed watching or listening to this. And I'll see you next time. Aloha. Bye.